Like I walk in and he's trying to cut his brother with the. It's like, it's like prison. Like there. <laughs> Hope Talk, a PCM podcast. Oh my goodness, Laura Mixon Story Elvington. What's happening, lady? That is a mouthful, Laura Mixon Story Elvington. When was the last time you heard that in its entirety? Uh, Man, I I thought for a second that it was my mom yelling at me. (laughs) (laughs) But even that, it's, yeah, I haven't heard that in a while. (laughs) Where where does the Mixon come from? Okay, so... um, Mixon, so so my birth name is Laura Mixon Story. Yeah. And Elvington is my married name. Uh, Mixon is my grand, my mom's mom's maiden name. Okay, so your grandmother's maiden name. Yes. Ironic, well, not ironically, but just kind of interesting fact, she was Poet Laureate of Georgia. Get out of town. My, my grandmother was before, you know, she, back, uh, back in maybe 20 years ago. So it's neat that I'm, I'm not a poet, but you're a writer a little bit. Yeah, we're going to we're going to talk about your book here coming up in just a bit. You were born in Augusta, right? Is that that right? Yes. Not too not too far from Chattanooga here in in the big scheme of things here. It's just the other end of Georgia down there. Have you ever had a pimento cheese sandwich from the Masters Golf Course? No, and I've never been to the Masters. Oh, my goodness. My dad is gone, but has never taken me. (laughs) I think he's ashamed to show up with a musician. Oh, is that what it is? Athlete. All right. <laughs> or maybe I don't dress nice enough to go to the Masters. I don't have like a, <laughs> a collared polo? shirt. You don't have I a don't polo? Have a polo. <laughs> Laura, wait a minute. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Laura Story does not own a polo shirt. Well, I'm not a golfer, and I don't have those funny Scottish-looking pants either. I don't know if they still play golf in those or not. <laughs> That's amazing that nowhere in your wardrobe is one collared shirt. I need to find, Yeah. I should get on that. Oh, my goodness gracious. All right. Well, how is life for the Laura Story family these days? Man, for the most part, everybody's good. We're good. about to start back school. I, so I have a rising third grader. Awesome. Two rising first graders. Oh so uh, this weekend, and I don't know if anyone else with young kids is going to appreciate it. This weekend, we have big plans of writing their name on every single crayon. <laughs> On okay. every crayon, every sing, every single. Pi- they said we need you to write it on every single crayon, every single pencil. Like, so we're just going to be doing that the whole weekend. We got, oh got bought a box, box of sharpies and yeah. So we're we're in those years. How was and everyone? Every, everybody says, man, if you blink, you'll miss it. And I'm like, I don't know because I've tried. I've tried a few times. <laughs> Stop blinking. <laughs> and it doesn't seem like I can miss any of it. <laughs> On the school supply list, was there anything that you were like, what in the world are they thinking? Oh, well, there's always, uh, my funniest thing is that they'll, whatever my kids have, they will figure out a way to turn it into a weapon. (laughs) So (laughs) they were, so they, they, the little scotch tape thing, they're taking it apart and, and using it as a, as a, trying to, trying to use it as a knife. Like I walk in and he's trying to cut his brother with the, it's like, it's like prison. Like they're <laughs> they're making shanks. <laughs> Way to go, mom! I, I, I heard so, I heard something the other day. Uh, it was someone praying about their child. It was someone, someone praying about their girl, and they said, "Lord, please use this sass. That th- please use all the sass in my daughter 
to make her some great leader of a company <laughs> rather than running a gang in prison. Oh my goodness gracious. <laughs> and that's my kid that's like, okay, that's so innovative how you made yeah. that protractor into a knife. That's right. Uh, but I'm just praying that God will uh, will use that engineering effort for something good one day. Well, look at the pot. They may be an engineer. They may be a rocket scientist from that. You yes, because they definitely know how to engineer their way into some trouble often. <laughs> how- last year, last year the twins got sent home uh, with a note from the teacher. They were fighting over a urinal in the bathroom. Fighting okay? over a urinal. Okay. Yes. They weren't trying like to eat the little mint rebel. in there, were they? No, they weren't. They were. They were. <laughs> what was what was life like for you going to school? Did you look forward to going to school? Were you the little girl in the pigtails that just was the teacher's pet, or were you oh, putting yeah. together prison gangs in, in the uh, elementary school <laughs> the bathroom? Part of this really, like I don't believe in karma, but this <laughs> kind of makes you believe. Like <laughs> paying for your raising. <laughs> oh yes, definitely. I remember, uh, golly, I was that kid, and and it's it's kind of neat even now. Um, over the past probably ten to fifteen years, I've a- actually got back into school, which is crazy. Because as as a kid, I was really bad. I was a really bad student. I actually, my first course that I failed was I think in eighth grade, and I failed a course every year mm. through high school, and it just was. I don't know whether it was a learning difference, you know, back back then I don't I don't know if they were were looking for those kind of things. But I went to college. It took me uh, eight years to finish a four year degree. And I, then I crammed I, four into five, so I did a little bit yeah, better. So Yeah. And I finally got out and I thought, I think I'm finally getting the hang of it. And it's and it's done. So <laughs> so so I actually I graduated I guess a year and a half ago with my doctorate. And so well, look that at was you. I know, it, but I, I I don't share that to brag because it definitely like many many uh, you know, much blood, sweat, and tears involved in that. But it makes me kind of look at kids, especially mine, where uh, that struggle in school. It doesn't necessarily mean that that God doesn't have something extraordinary in store for them. Uh, and yeah, because yeah, it it was totally a work of God that I was able to continue in school and 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 now I, I really do consider myself a lifelong learner this is way more than you were asking no this is perfect Sorry. so so dr laura when i go for my next checkup are you going to come walking in in the white coat or what what's your doctorate in yes well i kept on asking like even, even at the church so the, i have a doctorate in worship okay cool so, cool so even at the church you know i i sit on a, a a team there and and we were talking about uh you know, we, we're always trying to make decisions about with COVID and, you know, masks and all that kind of stuff. And I'll, I'll always say, well, as a doctor, in my professional opinion, <laughs> and they're like, Laura, don't even. Stop. <laughs> Can you believe it's been almost 10 years since the blessing became a huge impact in Christian music? It really is amazing, um, Kali. And to think that I've sung, I've sung that song thousands yeah. of times but it doesn't ever doesn't ever lose its impact on me you know a lot of people i talk to will say man uh you know blessings got me through cancer got me through divorce like what whatever it is uh, that 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 song you know, kind of resonated with with them, whatever situation they were in but i all and they'll, they'll always say that song was for me and i all you know i never corrected them but i'm always thinking 
No, I'm pretty sure that song was from me because it was it was never a song where I had like mastered these truths that I needed to impart to other people. Those were the truths. And and, and you know that it was written out of uh, a brain tumor that my mm-hmm. husband had and yeah. then a brain injury that he still lives with. So we still it's not it, it's not a song that was written about a trial that we walked through as much as it is about a chronic situation that we live in. And that's, and those were the truths I just needed to sing night after night to continue to sustain me. And I feel like after 10 years of singing it, I really am coming closer to believing it. That's cool. So it's been, it's been a sweet journey. With, with the crazy schedules that most moms have, how do they find the blessings every single day in their life? Oh, man, I think also just reframing it for our kids of, uh, you know, and trials have a way of of doing that trials have a way of uh you know changing the way that you think blessings going to look like in the lives of your kids because with our so with our situation uh with martin's brain injury so he has a disability he's unable to drive um i work full-time in so for a while for a while we didn't know whether we'd even have kids because it was going to look so different than like the stay at home mom scenario that we, that I had, or, or even the, I, I grew up in a home, wonderful parents, wonderful parents that still, I still have a great relationship with. And they, uh, they provided everything that we needed and so many things that we wanted. And I thought, golly, we're not going to be able to bless our kids that way. But what we've seen is that we're raising kids that that we're still God's blessing them through even the, like the abnormality of our mm. of our situation. I, my kids go on the road with me, and we're in. Oh, we I, know. I think we just now got that hole in the conference room patch. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. You're probably not kidding. Yeah, the, you're probably not kidding at all. Uh, this this past summer during uh, during the kids' summer break from school we did a radio trip and we were in 19 different states visited 42 stations and ministries and yeah really different than anything i did as a kid growing yeah. up um we we joked you know timothy's three and it's still kind of potty training and we we said we're peeing in pools across america that's what <laughs> <laughs> hey what was the last thing that you cooked for your family Oh, uh, this morning I made a bunch of eggs and toast and my husband cut up some watermelon. Oh, there you go. Does that, does that qualify? Sure it does. You cooked. You had to cook. You had to fix the eggs, right? Yep. What I was going to ask, what's your go-to family's breakfast? If I were to ask your kids, what's your favorite breakfast? What would it be? Oh, well, the, no, no. The go-to breakfast is the eggs with just a bunch of meat and veggies in it and all that. Uh, but that's not their favorite. That's the one I make them eat. Uh, their favorite would be the frozen waffles. Oh, yeah. There yeah. you go. Have, have they gotten to the which, Pop-Tarts which sometimes, yet? Sometimes. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, no, we haven't. No, Pop-Tarts are a church thing. Okay. That, that's what they, so they have Pop-Tarts at church. I don't think that they know that we could have them at our house if we wanted to. <laughs> I don't think they know that you can buy them at a store. I think that, that they think it's just church. It's kind of like, like the Lord's Supper crackers. Top. You know, <laughs> it's, it's just church thing. It's a church thing. <laughs> yes. You're not old enough for communion, but you can have some Pop-Tarts. <laughs> That's basically what happens. What about your kids' favorite books right now? Any favorite books or games? Anything that they really are into? Oh, man. That's such a funny, 
such a funny question. There's books that they have uh, that they have to read for like school and stuff. The games, though, this past summer on our trip, we saw a bunch of friends and they introduced my kids to Monopoly and Life. And wow. I don't know if you remember these two games, but they take so long. Yeah, Lifetime. <laughs> these are like two and a half, three hour. And I think who made like what parent? Like this has got to be someone without kids, because it's like you're thinking, let's play a game. I'm thinking we got what forty five. Who has three hours? To- yeah. Well, have you read? Like, have you ever read the like side of like that box, Doctor Lord? Have you read the side of the box? The age, the age no. requirement for those games is probably twelve no. and up. I would imagine it, or, it should be <laughs> or twenty five and up or something yeah, like 25 that. Twenty five and up would be good. Is there a current? kids tv show or video right now that if you hear it or see it one more time you're going to scream okay so <laughs> octonauts that's so funny my my <laughs> one of mine just came run bounding through the door um octonauts, octonauts. are you familiar with octonauts i, I think just, I just learned who pj max was the other day oh my, my kids love pj masks they absolutely love it Ab- they absolutely love it so what what's the, what's octonaut? Hey guys, what's octonaut? <laughs> okay, so octonauts. It, okay, hey guys. So I need everyone to go out. I'll be out in just a few minutes. Okay, <laughs> I I know. I'm gonna I'm gonna see about that. As soon, they're they're coming in. The lamp shadowed. The lamp shot. We're gonna figure out what that means later. Okay. The lamp shattered. Okay. The lamp shattered. The lamp okay. shattered. Everyone out. Should we call nine one one? I don't know. Or do they have you have that on speed we'll dial? We'll see. <laughs> um so octonauts is i think it's an i think it's australian but it's these um they take care of the like the plants and the fish in the ocean it's really cool and so you learn about like real real fish but there's always like something they're trying to save or something they're trying to fix and so yeah but my, my kids absolutely love it and they also they do love pj masks it's they PJ Masks. Them. Okay, yeah. Yes, PJ it's Masks. these kids that they fight crime in the middle of the night in their pajamas. The only thing I don't like about it is these kids are like staying up all night. <laughs> they're 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 and they're leaving their homes without their parents' permission. Yeah, Just, yeah. yeah. What's what's mandatory ba- bedtime for your kids? Uh, eight eight thirty for summer. Oh, there you go. For summer and more more of a hard eight o'clock for uh, for during during the week gotcha laura story i've got your book so long normal it's on my current stack and it's soon to be at the very top there'll be the next book i read i've got a a discipline of trying to read one book a month and so i will get to that soon as a wife as a mom a worship leader a christian recording artist and a a world-renowned doctor now uh when was the last time you actually considered (laughs) okay go ahead the last time you considered yourself normal Hmm. or am i going to learn that in the book well, and you actually do talk about it in the book because it, it's interesting. You know, as a kid, I think all of us, especially when we get to those middle school years, we're just so I'm so trying to be normal. And and a lot of that even carries over into adult life because you're like, OK, like I didn't know that as a 40 something year old person, I would be asking, I wonder if that person likes me. Mm-hmm. Like I thought that was like a middle school thing or um, do you think they want to be friends or do you, you know? Yeah. But you realize like you're it's just something within us um, 
that, that tries to be normal. And, and really what we're seeking is acceptance and community. Mm-hmm. Um, but the cool thing with when you look at the scriptures, you see that the acceptance and community actually come not from normalcy, but they come from, from the person of Jesus where we have um, forever acceptance because of the gospel. Uh, and then we have community because of the body of Christ. And so it's really trying to figure out what uh, what that looks like in adult life. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think that uh, I don't know if I ever considered myself a normal kid. I played string bass. Um, I played string bass when I was uh, I started when I was 10 years old, which is like not not normal. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Last couple of questions here. What's the best, most recent mom hack or family hack that you've had that just makes your life bearable that you have to have to survive? Hmm. Other than coffee or is co- like <laughs> coffee is the ultimate hack, I guess. Isn't it? Yes. Yes. Uh, man, I'm learning that I need a little bit of time away from my kids and they're wonder They're wonderful sure. kids. But it's nice uh, sometimes, you know, when that eight o'clock bedtime rolls around, I'll, I'll ask my husband, hey, can I, if I just go for a quick walk in the neighborhood <laughs> just to have a little bit of time? I'm realizing that I'm I'm a better mom when I get a little bit of time away from him. Yeah, for sure. OK, I see all kinds of kids running in and out of there in this interview here. Any pets, <laughs> dogs or do you, is that like, are you no, kidding me? No way. No, no, no dogs, no pets. We're not, we're not big dog people okay all right that's fair that's fair tell us about hello unknown your latest song we're going to play it right now for our listeners tell us about it so hello unknown is uh, there's there's a passage in proverbs that talks about you know this this proverbs 31 woman that everyone feels is like completely unattainable woman who like threshes her own wheat and sews her own clothes but one of one of the lines that i love that it says about her is she laughs at the days to come And so often when I look at the future and I don't have that blueprint from God about what the next three to five years is going to look like, and sometimes we don't even know what tomorrow is going to look like, it's easy to respond with anxiety and fear. But what God calls us to is to trust him enough um, that we can still move forward into an unknown future with confidence and boldness simply because we have a known God. And I want to be kind I want to be someone that isn't fearful, but that truly laughs at the days to come. Amen. My last question for you, how can we pray? How can we minister for Dr. Laura Mixon Story Elvington and her family right now? Oh, man, it's always the biggest prayer is always balance. I love I love my kids and I love ministry. And I really I always want to make choices that honor God and honor my family as far as how much time to put to each. And I I get to bring my kids along with me for ministry. And so a lot of that works out well, but I just want to be, I want to be able to um, be the mom that God calls me to be and the minister God calls me to be. And knowing that God is not going to call me to do one um, at the, at the expense of the other God's call for me is one call. Um, but I, but I want to be sensitive to his spirit to hear, uh, to hear that. So yeah, just like, like any working mom out there work in family balance. Can I pray for you real quick? 
Please do. Hey, God, thank you for Laura. Thank you for just how moldable she is in your hands and the way that she's willing to uh, to take her crazy life and to be used by you and to minister to our listeners and to me and my family and, and just everybody she comes into contact with at church or wherever. God, I pray that she would always remember her number one ministry is to those awesome kids and her husband there in that house. And Lord, I pray that you would constantly remind her there's not enough time to get it all done and that she's going to have to cheat. And God, that she would never cheat her family and that you would just bless her in and through that. God, I pray for the shattered lamp and anything else that's going on in her household right now. And for this new song and her book that's out, that you would continue to use it like you want to. We love you, Lord. In your name we pray. Amen. Hope Talk, a PCM podcast.